Welcome back to Revival Recap. I'm Seth Dahl here with Pastor Joaquin Evans. We are talking about, it's been like three weeks now. That's been I a minute. Had, I had to quarantine for a bit, so we are... Welcome back. Yes, I'm back. <laughs> back in action. And we're, we're going to talk a little bit about the service from three weeks ago. When was it? The 23rd, 23rd, you said? January. Yep, January yep. 23rd. But in that service, you barely even got to a message at all. You had... Which is okay with me, because okay God shows up. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there was a lot of amazing stuff that happened. Uh, one of the things that happened, you said this, this testimony continues to unfold, so I want to hear an update. The lady, she'd been hit by a drunk driver. Her hip was constantly popping, and that night someone prayed for her, and her hip Mm-hmm. Completely stopped popping. Yeah, <clears throat> I had a word of knowledge, you know, from the stage that someone had a, a hip, a hip problem, and they were uh, been told that they needed to have surgery, and uh, they were contemplating moving that direction of the surgery. But God was touching their hip, and so the popping stops. That you know, and the pain's gone and she can move and all that stuff. And she comes up with a few others on the stage and yeah. gives testimony and, and all that. But then uh, later the next week, um, I was at a class that she was in. And so she came up all excited at the end. And she's like, I got to tell you about my hip. Come and on. so what had happened was <laughs> that she had been in a car accident, like you said, but she had a, a spider fracture. So oh. it, it, it fractured multiple oh. places, directions. And so... You know, it had healed but o- over time, but it had all the, the, the scar tissue and all the like. So, you know, she was facing a hip have, replacement, you wow. know. Um, and, she probably uh, didn't have full mobility and stuff. She didn't, have, all she didn't have full scar. mobility. She had constant pain. She had the popping, all of that, that stuff, which she was like, is still gone. I can put my shoes on, tie my shoes for the first time in years, Come no pain, on. all that. Yes. But what she didn't realize that first night is because her hip had been so uh, broken and, and disfigured and healed, when through the healing process, her right leg was sh- significantly shorter than the uh, than her mm-hmm. left. Yeah. And so in the process that week of getting dressed and putting her shoes and socks on and stuff, she realized that her legs were now the same leg oh too. Oh my gosh. So God had done a she full healing and, a, and adjusted uh, back to the way it was before the in- injury. So she was just, wow. <laughs> she was so over the moon. So her scar tissue is probably all gone yeah. too if her, if her leg is extending out. I would imagine. So reconstruction had happened in there in a way. So she was, she was over wow. the moon, so excited, so happy. Just like, it was, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. How many years ago did she say how long ago the hit she'd been hit by the car? Ah, uh, I uh, I want to say 10 years, but that could be yeah, I, I could not be remembering remember. that right, but it was a significant amount of time. Wow. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love those stories. <laughs> it's like the lady that got healed and then rescued the kid and all the stuff like the stories like the miracles don't just happen right there. They continue to unfold, unpack. Which is my favorite My yeah. favorite part is the lasting fruit. Yeah. The moment is fantastic and amazing, but it's the lasting fruit that really just touches me. And families change through the impact of the yeah. miracle and all of that. That's just what gets me every, every time. <laughs> Same here. Oh, I love it. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit. I love it. 
when you're ministering and you teach a little bit because you are not just the only one praying. You called out some words of knowledge, but the whole congregation is yeah. praying. Um, everyone's being activated. Everyone's doing the work of ministry, yeah. not just you. And so you, you do these little teachings just on the spot. But I love, you gave two rules this night. You said rule number one is you're not allowed to pray hard. Mm -hmm. Why do you say that to yeah. people in the congregation? Yeah, yeah so the setting is, <clears throat> you know, it, this particular uh, night service worship just exploded and went on and on. And, um, and uh, we had all these baptisms, which was yeah. incredible. We had... Uh, 15 signed up and ended up baptizing 40 people. So yeah. we just kept going and going and go yes, 25 spontaneous baptism, amazing. And then so obviously by the time I got up there and then there was so much anointing presence in the room, we, we started going after the miraculous. And so I called the words of knowledge out from the front, but then I released everyone who loves Jesus. You're the prayer team. So, you know, if you have a problem, raise your hand. Uh, and then everyone else gather around them and pray. And <clears throat> so that's the setting. And then before I release people to, to pray, you know, I, I, sh I uh, almost always share two simple rules. And the first one, like you said, is you're not allowed to pray hard. And the reason for that is because people it, it instinctively put too much pressure on themselves. Like it's their responsibility to do the miraculous. And the reality is we can't do the miraculous. Yeah. Uh, we can partner with God, but he does it through us. <clears throat> so our role is not to do, our role is to surrender. Because we're, we're, we're uh, releasing this river that flows from the throne. And of course we're in him and he is in us and we have the ability to release this river, but we are not producers of the river, we're releasers of the river. So if we're trying hard, we're actually cutting off the flow yeah, so of the like you river. Dam you Block dam it, it up. up. Yeah. You're cutting mm -hmm. off the flow of the miraculous that you're trying to release. And now you're trying to do it out of your efforts. It's not by strength or by might, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. And we're over here trying to do it by strength and might. Like, ah, be healed. And we're damming up the flow. But by surrendering, like, oh, it's not my job to do his job. I just got to let it Come flow. On. So that simple reminder of you're not allowed to pray hard. You're probably not flowing if you're all tensed up trying to pray hard. So yeah. that's reminder number one. And the big thing is that it's by grace. Because if it's not by works, it's by grace. Yeah. God's already paid for it. He wants it more than we do. Yeah. We don't have to do his job. So we don't have to twist his arm to get him to come and do what he's already decided to do. We just have to let him, yeah. let that river flow. So what he's decided to do can can manifest. And so that recognition that, oh, this is by grace is like, okay, I can I can step into this, not play pray hard and let the grace flow yeah. and watch, watch things happen. That reminds me, the verse is in Ephesians 2 that says, by grace are you saved through faith. It's the gift of God. And this, not of yourselves, it's, not, it's yeah. a gift of God, not of works. Not of your own and works, yeah. George and Banoff, who we all love here, he mm -hmm. says, <clears throat> by grace are you saved through faith, and this, not of yourselves. And he says, even faith is not of yourselves. Because faith comes it's by hearing. So, uh -huh. so sometimes people even try to turn faith 
into into works. works like, yeah. I'm trying to believe God. I'm working hard to believe mm -hmm. God, <clears throat> and even faith is not mm -hmm. of ourselves. You know, if you follow that verse down in Ephesians two, those passages, it's, it's such a powerful uh, portion of, of uh, scripture. But it goes on to uh, that we are God's uh, we are God's workmanship, which really is translated masterpiece. masterpiece. Like <clears throat> he's the artist, and we're the canvas, and he he's paid in his image on us. But then it goes into this amazing statement uh, for his his good works that he's prepared beforehand mm -hmm. for us to walk into, yeah. which is the grace thing. Yeah. I mean, he's already he's prepared it. Your miracle, he's already prepared your miracle. It's here. All we have to do is step into it. Yeah. But yet, if we're praying hard, we think we're trying to create something that isn't already created. Yeah. Instead of recognizing that we need to walk into what's already been Man, created, good. what's already been prepared. Yep. We're not trying to convince him. He's convinced. We're just stepping into agreement <laughs> with, with what he's <laughs> already it. convinced. That's like, it. Yeah. That's it. Which brings us to rule number two: you have to have fun. Mm -hmm. Don't pray hard and have fun. Yeah. I yep. love it. Easy, right? It just don't get too serious. <laughs> Be like a little kid. Yeah. I, you know. Again, it's the same. It's the same principle of. <clears throat> Am I putting too much weight on my, on my role in the equation? Do, do I think that I'm responsible for making it happen? If, I, if I'm in that place of, of artificial false responsibility, I'm probably not having fun. Yeah. But if I actually... You can't have fun. You can't place. have fun. But if I can actually accept, oh my goodness, God's already done this. This is already his desire. He's already planned it. He wants it to happen more than I do. I don't create the river. I just get to release uh -huh. the river. Now it's like, oh my goodness, this is fun. I get to release what God's already planned and desired to do. And in his presence is fullness of joy. At his right hand, pleasures forevermore. We are seated in Christ wow. at his right hand. We are in pleasures forevermore. The, the kingdom of heaven is not meat or drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy, joy in the Holy Spirit. Like, yes. So we actually are partnering with more closely with the manifest nature of heaven when we're in joy than when we're in striving. And what yeah. we want is heaven to manifest. We yeah. want the miracle to happen. Yeah. And so by not trying hard and by having fun, uh, we actually move into childlikeness, which is where surrender happens, which and out of surrender is where the miracles happen. So we can be over here trying to be experts, trying to be adults, trying to do it our own power, or we can let go of all that. Yeah. We can move into childlikeness, surrender, and boom, miracles start happening. Yes. <laughs> Did you know... <laughs> In the Greek language, the the word for gifts of the Spirit, like the gifts of the Spirit, like healings, mm -hmm. miracles, yeah. words of knowledge, words of wisdom, all that, mm -hmm. tongues, interpretation, the word gifts of the Spirit, its root word is grace. So mm -hmm. grace yep. activates the gifts. The, the root Cares. word for grace mm -hmm. is rejoice. Mm. Joy is what brings us into partnership and allows grace, grace to flow out of us and the gifts of God to operate Powerful. through our lives. Powerful. Exactly I love this. Come on. Ooh, rule number one, you, rule number two, have fun. Don't pray hard. All right. So now, we, now we're going to switch gears. Now you got completely. me thinking. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, know. I love it. I mean, 
process, but yes, Lord. It's yeah. like that whole, yeah, if the kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy, then anytime mm. I'm expressing joy, I'm actually manifesting the kingdom already. Mm. A smile is a manifestation of the kingdom. Yeah. A laugh, yeah. uh, a light countenance is mm. already the kingdom manifesting yeah. through my face, through my voice, yeah. through my, through yeah. what I'm what I'm carrying around mm. on my face it is manifesting you know, already. Since, uh, since you're hitting that, you know, <clears throat> sometimes I don't always add this point in, but if I feel liberty in the spirit in the moment in the room, you know, I'll add in another one on top of, you know, don't pray hard. You have to have fun. And, uh, you know, number three is, is get creative, get playful. Yeah. Cause of what you're just saying, yeah. a smile, a laugh, that's, partnering joy that is the kingdom being manifest and moving out of works and control into surrender freedom joy all those things so i'll invite people to get creative if you're not praying hard and you're having fun then why can't you be creative meaning don't just do the i lay hands on you i quote a verse i pray you know the typical yeah. but but actually ask Holy Spirit, what's a fun, creative way I can release a prayer right now? I can release this miracle right now. So like, like you dance around the person or you, they have a bad shoulder and you draw a smiley face with your finger on their shoulder yeah. or you, know, you just laugh over their elbow or whatever it is. And again, it's this pr progression of moving out of control into freedom. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it just opens up so much I in the always, realm of the miraculous. I would always tell kids, God's going to give you ideas because it's our job to do what we see the Father doing. So he'll give you ideas and just you just do it. Oh, you're an expert so, in this. Yeah, you exactly. work with like, kids for all those I years. I just let the kids loose. That's all you got to do. We learn so more from them than I think they learn from us. But we would have kids that are like, you know, we'd have people, kids in wheelchairs. And the kids are like, I, I just had the idea to wheel them around and and dance with them I'm like yes do it mm. like <clears throat> the kid never got out of the wheelchair but the kids are learning to listen to god yeah. pay attention to the ideas yeah. he gives them and act on them yeah. super creative yeah. super fun i mean like they're like we we're supposed to do wheelies and spin her around I'm like okay go so i mean i was there to make sure but they're like spinning the mm. girl around and that's their prayer mm. there was another story when we were at bethel way back in Reading these kids were praying for someone and one of the kids goes I think we're supposed to lay down mm -hmm. and do snow angels mm -hmm. and if we do snow angels so everyone laid down all mm -hmm. the adults were with the kid and and they laid down on the ground did snow angels it wasn't even snowing they just did snow angels and the person gets completely healed mm. from them being creative mm. having fun being childlike Wow, that's prophetic. Snow's redemption. And, you know, they're stepping into prophetic acts. Yeah. <clears throat> but you and I, like, you would, it, back in Reading, you would train the children. Mm -hmm. And then, then you know, I developed the healing rooms. We yeah. had children's Stuck, teams that you it. had trained. We'd bring them into yeah. the healing rooms. And, and so many of the coolest miracles happened through the children in the yeah. healing rooms. You yeah. know, Rick Larson... Oh, man. <laughs> my favorite ever. I know. In testimonies. But one of my other favorites is, uh, which, now to come to think about it, Rick Rick got healed of cancer way back in the day when yeah. a 12-year-old laid hands on him yeah. and uh, dying of cancer. But fast forward, so he moved, get, he gets healed completely, 
restored. He moves to Reading. Now he's going after the miraculous. So fast forward a bunch of years. Now he's working in the healing yeah. rooms, and he he's he, working with the kids. he works with uh -huh. the kids. And he's the most childlike yes, of anyone. Yes, he's God so used a child to heal him. Now he works with the kids. What my one of my other favorites is he's got an eight-year-old girl with him, and an older couple comes in for prayer. Both of them, they have written on their sheet different things, and um, and uh, the husband, the husband had some stuff, but the wife had had a um, a tumor behind her knee that she had medically removed. They cut out the back of her knee, and as a result. Uh, one leg was sh significantly shorter than the other. And I think they got a word of knowledge for her knee, if I remember right. She didn't even put that on the form. And her husband had some shoulder problems, whatever. They, they'd written stuff that they had faith for, but they, Rick and the girl got a word of knowledge. They said, hey, do you have a problem with your knee? And she said, yeah. And, um, and the little girl's like, well, let's pray for your knee. And just because of the faith level where this couple was at, she said, oh, sweetie, God can't do that. Like, I actually had part of my knee cut out. And the eight-year-old girl, right, that trained up in your environment is like, who are we to tell God what wow. he can and cannot do? Wow. <laughs> just said that to the lady. Boom. Eight years old. Just like to the lady. Like, who are we to tell God what he can and cannot do? Wow. Sit the lady down in the chair, pray. Her leg grows out. She wasn't able to bend fully. Now she's doing squat. She can bend. Of course, wow. her husband, uh, uh, faith releases more faith, yeah. breakthrough, more breakthrough. Her husband, whatever his deal was, he gets easily yeah. healed now. Yeah. And, and But this eight-year-old girl wow. who's like, who are we to tell God what he can and cannot do? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Love it. I'm telling you. Yeah. Sometimes we just need to listen to the children. Yes. Yes. That reminds me, when you were talking about Rick, <clears throat> we might not even get to the message. Um, there wasn't much of a message, no, so wasn't. this is all right. Let's, let's talk about this. Rick, um, I remember when he, they first filmed his testimony. So he gets healed of cancer. This kid, he walks in and he says, I, you can pray for me. Nobody touch me. Yeah. And the kid didn't hear that. So right. the kid just walks up, touches him. He falls out, completely healed of cancer. But he also got healed of like, I don't know if he was pre-diabetic or diabetic or his blood sugar mm -hmm. was not good. And he, I remember a video, he said, I know this is God because I'm still eating fast food and my blood sugar is perfect. Like he got, he got so healed that it was like, even the stuff he didn't totally. at all even try to like earn yeah. or try to, yeah. to do on his own. Yeah. Like this guy fully was just... He got immunity to McDonald's. He got immunity to McDonald's and soda. He's probably drinking diet soda. And he's like, oh, no. my blood sugar is great. Everything's fine. I need that and little... I haven't even changed my diet. I need that little girl to speak to me because yeah. I'm like... Can God give immunity to McDonald's? Yeah. Like, is that a thing? Like, can that happen? But if you, no, I rem if you now drink you any deadly poison. Totally. Oh man! Now that you say that, I remember that video and that part of the testimony. I, I, it's been so many years ago. I've forgotten that part. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Another thing I heard. I think it was Steve Backlund. He was on a ministry trip, and there was a kid praying for someone, <clears throat> and the adult said. The kid wanted to pray for the diabetes, the person had diabetes. And the adult said, well, I did this to myself. My, the, the food I eat, type 2 diabetes, my diet, 
mm-hmm. the things I drink. I did this to myself. I, I deserve this. God won't heal me because I deserve this. And the girl says, well, if God has unconditional love for you, mm-hmm. then he also has unconditional healing. Mm-hmm. And the little kid said this, completely changed the mindset of the person, and the person gets healed of diabetes. Even though they had earned it, they deserved it with their lifestyle choices. Man, uh, dude, I feel grace on that right now. Uh, there's just there's just healing flowing even right now. Yeah. That <clears throat> if God's got unconditional love, then he also has unconditional healing. So we just release that reality into your body yeah. right now, wow. into your emotions, even a bipolar condition. We wow. just release grace right yeah. now for the miraculous just to jump through and move through your body wow. and your emotions and your equilibrium and yes. your hormones in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <Woo. laughs> getting kind of saucy oh, over no. here. <laughs> Maybe that's what we just did. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Anyone with diabetes or blood sugar yes. and insulin resistance due to diet, due to lifestyle that you've lived in the past <clears throat> or even in the present, the lifestyle you had, that, that the unconditional healing of God yes. would just come right through the camera, yep. right through your screen or your, or yep. your um, speakers if you're listening to this, that the unconditional love of God would come and remove the mm-hmm. sickness, remove it, that you, even if you deserve it, we all, yeah. none of us deserve what Jesus gave us. None of us mm-hmm. deserve what he did. And he still did it for us because he loves yeah. us. We release that love yeah. over diabetes, yeah. over blood sugar, over insulin resistance, yeah. and, and we give peace into your bodies. Yeah, type one being healed, yeah. pancreas is being healed, being healed in Jesus' name. Wow. And, and I just mental conditions being released right now in Jesus' name. We just thank you for that, Father. We, we thank you in advance for the testimonies yeah. flowing in. Wow. If he's got unconditional love, he's got, that also means he, and we know that he's got unconditional forgiveness. Yeah. Because we, we, that's what forgiveness we is. did sin to ourselves. Yeah. But he, that's why he came and died on the cross. Yeah. To so break it a, off. In a, in a different kind of sense, we did earn it. Yeah. Like, your sin earned you, Jesus. <laughs> Even though it should have got something else. Yeah. He came because but of it. If he's going to die for our sins, he also died for our healing. It yeah. doesn't matter if you did it to yourself. That's what forgiveness is. Yeah. And forgiveness sets you free. Thank you, Jesus. I even, while you were praying a second ago, felt like people with ears. that They used to listen to super loud music or went to major rock concerts and, mm. like, blasted their ears, and they've lost hearing, that your hearing would come back, even though you did it to yourself, that God will restore your hearing <clears throat> as you, well. Lord. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, let's not even talk about the sermon. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it you need to watch this from january 23rd and there was a little tiny message on the end of there that was really good really quick but this is just good stuff for life really as a believer really i mean major heart connection for me 
it was a short message, but and I, I didn't get to the full message because again, God broke out in the baptisms and worship just went on and on and on, which we're never going to stop. Like yeah. the point is to host God in His presence, but just really speaking into the condition of the of the bride, and maybe I'll be able to give the whole message uh, another point. But just how how because we're we're the church is not supposed to be an organization first; it's an organism. It's the body of Christ. Yeah. It's supposed to be a living thing. But really, we're in a state of the body attacking itself. You know, it's social media, all the unrest, political, racial, uh, you know, the, the, the coronavirus, all that stuff. Everyone's got an opinion, but we are bashing and eating away at each other right now in such an unhealthy way. That's what cancer does. Yeah. But that's not the heart. God for his body. So what does it look like to encounter the love of the Father that changes our perspective on everything and everyone around us? And how do we move in power? How do we be powerful, but powerful the way Jesus was powerful with compassion and love? And he didn't he didn't put up with with junk, but he had this overwhelming love and compassion. Anyway, Go back and listen to the 10 minutes that I did share. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'll preach it again sometime. But it's just such a it's so, such an important uh, topic for this season. So. Just like we allowed the Lord to heal our bodies, he's also wanting to heal his body. And yes. we can allow him to heal wow. our perspective, our heart, <clears throat> our opinions, our mindsets towards other believers, towards other people, so that not only our bodies get healed from his unconditional love, his unconditional healing from, from having fun and not praying too hard, just like his healing power can come into our bodies, we want to allow that to come into our, our mindsets as well and how we treat each other, understanding like we are members of one body and I, I am a conduit for healing, Whoa. not attacking, not I'm getting, I, I didn't even connect the two, the dots till you just said that. But of course, that night, yeah. that's the message. Yeah, but he, healing his body. So he displays it yeah. by healing his He's body. His own sermon. And all those yeah. miracles happened that night. And we only mentioned the lady, but. But many, many more miracles happen that night. He's he's displaying the message. But then even like, uh, this is just all, like, God wants to heal his body, right? Yeah. But. We're not allowed to pray hard, yeah. and we have to have fun. Yeah, and we have to get creative. We should just let, have more fun with liver. each other. But even like, even the church, like all the people who are like, the church has got to, you know, not in a good place. But there, there's such an intensity, yeah, about it, and trying to do it out wow. of effort. Like what we, <laughs> that's a whole new message. We got to get out of effort and into the river, His presence, where healing actually wow. happens. We can. The body can surrender herself into healing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Father. You going to preach this on Saturday? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I might. Tune in Saturday. Tune in Saturday, either online or at, at oh, church. Thank you, Maybe Lord. that'll be Joaquin's next message. It might be. Come on. <laughs> We better sign off or I we're know, just we gonna keep it going. We'll we never can, end. <laughs> we have to do another one with Shane from, yeah. from this last Saturday or a couple Saturdays yeah. ago. But so good. Man, what a good um, revival recap. Again, watch the video if you haven't seen the sermon, the ten minute sermon at the end. And um, don't pray too hard. Have fun. Surrender. 
What was the last one? Be creative. Be creative. Mm-hmm. Be creative. Yeah. yeah. We bless you guys. We love you guys. Join us at BethelATX.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the places. And, and come to church. See you, See you next time. time. Love you guys. Love you. Bye.